Collins is next. And welcome once again to Fun Point, the podcast where two friends watch each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always is Brooks Ogles. Hey, hey, How's, um, how is it? You y- you did it to me. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I handed you. I I gave my own co-host the spicy Christian crunk core. So. Today we're talking about Business Up for a Party in the Back by Family Force 5, released March 21st on my birthday, 2006. Happy birthday. A happy birthday to me from Crouton and Friends. How old were you turning in 2006? Were you like a, Te- kind of a, like... Uh, it was my teenage... You were, yeah, you were like, yeah, yeah, you were you were maybe beginning high school-ish, sort of. I, I was probably like 15. So you were probably in pretty much the, the peak uh, demographic for this one, I think. I I suppose for the time period I was, but th- somehow this one uh, passed me by. Uh-huh. I didn't uh, get into it. This uh, wasn't popular in the the Brooklyn area at the time. I it guess did, for yeah, this what yeah, it wasn't popular in the Brooklyn area. You might well, say. they were as we know from the first song. They're from the ATL, so they're it's, it's a, yeah, it's a south. southern. Uh, they're country gentlemen. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm really feeling the uh, UGK influence uh-huh. on, this, uh, <laughs> on this album. Yeah, fewer swears than the International Players Anthem, but same uh-huh. same idea. Um, how would you describe this? It's like sometimes when you're so when you when you're a Christian and you listen to music, a lot of the time, all of the songs are just about like being sad and wanting to be closer to God, which is fine if that's what you're into. But sometimes you you see all the sinners out there listening to uh, fucking LMFAO, and you're like, I wish I could listen to that. Mm-hmm. So then Family Force 5 shows up from Atlanta, Georgia in 2005, and they say, don't worry, we'll make some fucking party music that you can, mm-hmm. like, rejoice to. This is the music they're playing in heaven. So the first time I just listened through, and of course I loved it, um, uh-huh. And then the second time I listened to it, I was like, okay, I know this is, like, a Christian group, so let me listen specifically for the God lyrics. Um, and did, I had a hard time Did you find them. any? No, I had a hard time discovering those. I would say that there's, I mean, you know, you can make anything about God. You're, you, you've, you've done English teaching. You know that you can make um, meaningful things out of the c- colors of curtains and all that other mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. I really don't hit lyrics that i'm sure are about god until about track six because for that just in the title love addict you can say it's about a relationship or a relationship with god yeah um jesus was a bit of a drama queen uh-huh judas judas cross. was sort of an ex-girlfriend with an ex it was very very extra with uh-huh. the whole cross thing yeah the ex um, is a cross um mm-hmm Peachy is sort of a, in the Garden of Eden. There was a fruit that we don't know, so it could have been a peach. Supersonic okay. is, is is a it confuses all Pokemon that it, listen to it, so that's sin. Uh huh. And then Numb um, is about purgatory. Is, Numb is about purgatory. Uh, Cadillac Funk. Uh, this was it was in the very Old Testament. This one, yeah, um, that we know when um, Satan went to the Garden of Eden and talked to Eve, he took the form of a serpent. He originally took the form of a Cadillac uh, Coupe de Ville. Uh, that yeah. was edited out of later versions. Uh-huh. King James didn't know how to interpret that one, so he made it into a snake. Right. And the the snake uh, descended from the tree and said, I'm pumping up the Footloose by Kenny Loggins. Sound hits my ear, it got my head a bobbin. Uh-oh, y'all, it's getting kind of hazy. <laughs> um... Can you, uh, because we love band member names on this pod. Yeah! Can you you introduce me to the members of the Family Force 5? Um, so let me go to former members, because most of them have left at this point. Okay, so they're still, they're still going strong. Yeah, so the main, the lead singer, Soul Glow Activator, uh, Uh recently, uh, left the band. Okay. Um, let me go, I have a, I have a, a bookmark for band nicknames. It's always a good sign when the sing the ma- lead singer leaves the band. That's how you yeah. Okay. So so currently, so the, there are two brothers in the band, uh, Jacob and Josh Olds. Um, okay, normal kind of name. Jacob Olds is known as Crouton. Josh. Josh Olds okay. is known as Fatty. 
Okay. Um, and former members, there are five of them. There's Hollywood, 20 Cent, Chapstick, Nay Daddy, and Soul Glow Activator, which is my favorite. 20 Cent's really funny, because you think it's like 50 Cent. There's a lot of mid-2000s style. This this album came out six months before Borat, and you can tell. Yeah. Even the, even okay, the front, so- it's a funny mullet joke. Now that you specifically mentioned Borat to place it, I believe I was a sophomore in high school at this time. Oh, okay. So that Borat immediately... Because you, when you got your driver's license, the first thing you did was go down to your local blockbuster and rent Borat. I, I had to see Borat immediately as soon as it re- was released on DVD mm-hmm. video. Um, this is probably... I've been thinking about it as I've been listening to this album. Only more than the amount that I usually listen to it. This is probably the one album that I'm most confident that I know entirely by heart. Really? Like, if there was a, a, you know, gun to my head, like, sing all 45 minutes of this album perfectly, every note, and beat, and I, or I will fucking kill you. I think I would pick this one over any other album. I'd probably go for Everything Goes Numb on that one, but... Yeah, there's a lot of complicated words on that one, though. This yeah. one, it's got a lot of choruses. And I mean, there's, you know, you could, uh, I'm going to do an instrumental one. I'm going to do fucking John Cage funny. But, uh-huh. so, I to understand this, my love for this album, I think it's important to understand where I was at. Okay, tell me, please. So, <laughs> so as, as many of you know, I was big youth group kid in middle school. I loved it. I loved to hear it. I loved to do it. And, um, I was, it was 2006, so it was the, bear with me, it was the year after Hurricane Katrina. And, I like where this is going. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm, I'm also a Southern gentleman. I'm from Florida. Um, so our yearly mission trip for my local church was we were going to go to New Orleans and do Hurricane Katrina relief and like, you know, big air quotes, help out in the way that middle schoolers do on mission trips. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. so when we all got into our big van and we started our 10 hour trip, uh, and we were all, actually, no, there was a girl van and a boy van because churches like that. And, okay. um, in the boy van, uh, my youth pastor produced, as soon as we got on the interstate, a CD from a band called Family Force 5, and it was titled Business Up Front Party in the Back. And it was all we listened to for the entire 10 hours. And everyone loved it. And everybody genuinely loved it. Myself included. Okay. And I think... I think this album demonstrates the power of, like, the brain and how it latches on to newness. Mm-hmm. Like, you can play any toddler Family Force 5 and they will think it fucking rips because they've never heard music before. And that's kind of where I was at. Okay. So, because I was thinking, um, were you ever into the the whole, did you, did new metal hit you in any sort of meaningful way? The closest thing to metal that I ever got was, like, under oath hardcore job for a cowboy style music that my friends who skated and went to church listened to. Okay, because this, uh, I feel like, I, I remember listening to Linkin Park in middle school, um, which I enjoyed and I liked it, um... And if I, that's, it's a thing you just said of how the brain latches onto newness, because if I heard this after Linkin Park, yeah. I'd be like, this is horseshit. But if it was reversed, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then I might feel. If this, different. if they made Earthquake the theme song to like Attitude Era WWE Monday Night Raw, everybody would uh-huh. fucking love this band. Well, I, well, all I can say is that that's a, an alternative history, and we can only look back on the the timeline we're in now. Uh huh. Um, there is a timeline where Family Force Five is the biggest band in the world. Yeah. So instead um, of a band that you go with your church a couple years later to go see during Rock the Universe, and then as they start to play Love Addict, you immediately get food poisoning, and everybody has to go with you to the bathroom because that's how middle school trips work, and everybody has to wait outside for forty five minutes, and you don't get to see Family Force Five, and then they break and, up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, let's get into it. Yeah! The first track on this album is called Cadillac Funk. P-H-U-N-Q-U-E. Uh, yeah. Uh, can I tell you my first notes for this? Yeah, so I, because I remember with Caro Caro Bonito last week, like, waking up, it immediately told me what it was all about, it immediately, like, Mm -hmm. grabbed me. What was your, yeah, what was your first notes on this one? My first notes on this one was, as I mentioned I believe on the previous episode that it looks like a Red Hot Chili Peppers song title. Yes. Um, and I don't 
I'm not familiar with each individual member's voice. Right. Um, but whoever's rapping sounds like Kid Rock. <laughs> that's Crouton. Okay, that's Crouton. Who's like Kid Rock? Okay. The one who's like, there's like the, the solo goal activator's like, why do you want to dance? And then Crouton's like, it's the expression I feel when I hear the music yeah. in my ear. Yeah, that's, okay, that's okay, Crouton. Yes. One of them is Kid Rock Jr. Uh-huh. Um, for, like, the instru- instrumental, I feel like I could g- get with the guitar. Because sometimes it gets, like, chunky heavy. Yeah. But then there's always scratching going on. There's a lot of Jet Set Radio Future style sounds in this one. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, it's this is Cadillac funk. It's They're from they're from Georgia, like other... They're like Outkast. And they yeah, love Contra and Nintendo. Yeah. They did say Nintendo, and I like that. Yeah, I like it. They they do protoculture in this song, and they and uh-huh. they they say I want to play Contra or whatever. It's pretty cool. Um, I believe they're rolling around and serving it up. Yeah, bringing you some Cadillac. Cadillac. This is one of my least favorite songs. Be, uh, because they never uh, here's me digging deep into the the text. They never explain what Cadillac funk is. Right. They say they're giving it to us. But I don't. I don't know what. As as someone uninitiated with the stylings of Family Force Five, uh-huh. I am not familiar with Cadillac Funk. Yeah, I would have. I feel like this album, even if you put Country Gentleman first with a K, Country, I think even yeah. that would be a little bit more of what that's Family more Force of a, Five. I feel like that's more of a mission statement. Yeah. Uh huh. But you know, because it's you know we we are we're, we're all constantly in mourning that like on Carly Rae Jepsen's emotion like they picked I really like you as the single it was just a mistake that you know uh-huh. you can't do anything about now mm-hmm. it should have been favorite color but you know yeah i can see that um rolling around believe- serving it up it's not a bad the song Cadillac! <laughs> um <laughs> I do believe at I was it in this one where at some point I heard if you don't know now you know. Oh no, I didn't pick up on that. Uh, oh yes, I am. Yeah. Okay, so if you go to the refrain, it's and if you don't know, then now you know. Cadillac Escalade. Yeah. Uh, so as, as we mentioned, I guess I, I've been murdered by the hypothetical guy at the beginning because I never picked up on that part in this album. Because I uh, I I I like a few you know I'm a big Outkast fan yeah I'm more familiar with the East Coast uh, hip hop scene yeah uh, and that's a line by the Notorious B.I.G. in his Notorious song, Chase GC. Notorious Chase and uh, very bold of Family Force Five to kind of just throw that in there yeah now listen I love I love the Olds family I love Nate Daddy I love Twenty Cent. There are some challenging sort of appropriation things that do go on every now and then. In the same vein as the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I feel... So, don't, don't get mad at me <laughs> for this. You can criticize I this band like, once, so make it count. I, I feel like what... Despite what you may think about the, the Peppers, I feel like what they do is very sincere. So you think I, you think this is a cash grab by the old? Family. I believe this was kind of a a cash grab, kind of what's popular right now. Uh-huh. Uh, let's hop on that and see what we can do. Right. So yeah, you, like there there was a certain earnestness. That's my one criticism of the album. <laughs> yeah, there's because there's no al- there's no song in this album that's like uh, one time I got sad and I went under a bridge and I did a drug and I was very sad about it. Because mm-hmm. that one, you know. It says what it does what it says on the tin. I mean, no, they give you Cadillac Funk with a PH. Yeah, that's what, that's what PhD stands for. Uh-huh. Cadillac Funk. When you're Cadillac Funked, you get a PhD. <laughs> you want to talk about um, Country Channel? Yeah, you're, you're since you know every line by heart. If there's any point, you need just need to like add something in or just like. Yeah, know, sure. I like the part of Cadillac Funk when he goes stereo. I like that part. That part's good. <laughs> Um, okay, next up we have Country Gentleman and Country Spelt with a K. This is fucking uh, epic mullet 20, 2006 humor. Like, what's your favorite Chuck Norris fact style of... What's your favorite Chuck Norris fact, Eddie? This is... Uh, remember how I mentioned Kid Rock before? Now, th- this one's... This one's... <laughs> this one's this Kid Rock. This is a Kid Rock song. This is a Kid Rock song. <laughs> Okay. 
Uh, not to put Kim on blast, but she went to Target. So, you know that song that's like, we were smoking funny things, <laughs> we were doing funny yeah, things. Man. Kim unironically loves that song. I And it's just, it's just fucking Sweet Home Alabama, but Kid Rock is saying things over it. Yeah, it's fucking, it breaks my brain because every time I think it's fucking Werewolves of London or whatever, and it's always uh, Kid Rock he showing put, up. He put two songs together and he said it's Kid Rock now. Yeah. He really is American Badass. He is really ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, Diggy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, do you come from the land where the mullet attacks? I, I do come from the land where the mullet attacks, north central Florida, so that's, yeah. Uh-huh. So, here they, they mention being from the dirty south, which is, yeah. I know as the, like, Georgia area. Yeah. Um, I don't... Again, this is just my ignorance. I don't think Florida is part of the Dirty South, is it? Uh, most people will tell you no. I also fall in that camp. Okay. But there's also, there's the thought that, like, the more north in Florida you are, the more south you are. The more, okay, yeah. Because, like, West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami is, like, obviously not the Dirty South, but, like, Jacksonville yeah. kind of is. Yeah, I was there recently. Um, right. So I can confirm that it was... It was not. Yeah, you're, the frequency tell, of Confederate flags goes up exponentially the more north in Florida you are. Did did I tell my funny nudist beach story on this podcast? Um, our... My favorite metal band is Nudist Beach. Did um, me and Kim <laughs> tell you this? I think you told me as a person, but not on the air, if you want to share that. Okay, so we went to some beach in Miami. We were like, what's the least popular beach? Because we don't want to be around, like, muscle men and, like, sexy people. And it's like, there's this one, but it has, like, a, a part of it. There's, like, a mile stretch that's for naked people can go there. And we're like, well, whatever, we'll just not go there. So then we get up near the beach, and we're very hot and sweaty, and Kim's just like, whatever, let's just go on here. And it's like, warning, you may see some naked people. And Kim's like, whatever, I'm fine with it. I'm cool. I'm cool. So we go on the beach and immediately see two of the oldest dicks we've ever seen in our lives. And we said, let's kind of walk down another mile and see if we can... Uh (laughs) Couldn't handle it. Sometimes you get challenged. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's where they start trying to trick you. Anyway, collard greens. Anyways, backfire. The muffling goes kaplow! It... Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that they, they throw some shade at Scott Stapp? Who is that Stone Temple pilot? That's the Creed guy. Who, okay. Who down the road you'll be getting more familiar with, but... He says, okay. tank top, your ball, cla- ball cap, you think you're all that, but you're looking like Scott Stapp. Which is weird, because later on I'll bring up something where it seems like they're they're giving love to Scott Stapp later. So this might, I think this actually might lend credence to your theory that this is not necessarily earnest. Lend credence? Just right. I don't. Scott Stapp. Is that? Credence is, credence has fucking nothing on Creed. (laughs) Let's not even joke about that. Yeah. Um... Anyways, the, I, this song's fine. I like the breakdown. The breakdown at the end is one of the is like the first moment in the album where I like start doing a circle pit, where it's like, "Watch what you say around my mama. She raised me in the dirty south." It's pretty good. Be, be nice to Soglo Activator's mama, please. Please, you have to. Soglo Activator is my son's name. <laughs> my son is also named Soglo Activator. Um. Do you want to go to next ex-girlfriend? Ex-girlfriend, just the ex. Ex. Uh, this is a song about getting cooked. Yeah. <laughs> um. One time when I was in middle school, my AIM girlfriend broke up with me and started AIM dating my best friend, and then I showed him this song ooh. because I thought it described the situation pretty well. Um. Well, she did become your, your ex-girlfriend. Yeah, and I, I better uh, take this knife out of my spine and give it back to him, and she just became my ex-girlfriend. It's, like, if you just put the lyrics to this song and Country Gentleman <laughs> next to each other, there's no way you could ever intuit that it's the same band. I know, and I like the, I like the latter band better. Yeah. I like, I like, because this one has occasionally, like, the high-pitched, like, auto tune Like, she doesn't mm-hmm. know where I stand. I like that a lot better. Mm-hmm. Than, like, just rapping about having a big car. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is good. It's about man's pain. <laughs> it's about, yeah, no one talks about man's pain. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's still looking for God. Uh, yeah, not a lot of God, God on the first this part. 
And I don't think this, drama this, queen. So, this is about um, Mary Magdalene. Ex girlfriend, ex girlfriend, or drama queen? Ah, oh, shit! It, it, it's kind of a, a loose concept album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I've I've always said that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, this is this is like the the part of Deltron Thirty Thirty where he's like hooking up to the mainframe. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just the beginning. We haven't gotten into the like the full meaning yeah. yet. Deltron Zero and Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ. Um, so, I'm, so, so this is mostly Sogolo Activator on this one. This is kind of a solo effort. Yeah. So I feel like that kind of gives us more insight into the, the man of, so, of Sogolo Activator. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I understand him more than I do Cheese Nip or, like, <laughs> one of the other guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, it's probably the most earnest song yet. I want to know, now I have to see, when we get to Drama Queen, I want to see who has the majority. Do you know off the top of your head who has most of the lines on that one? Um, I'm going to guess Soul Glow Activator, but I'm not. Okay, because he's kind of, he's, he's really ruminating on this. There is the, the there is some rapping with Crouton, though, I know that. Fresh okay. off the chop and black, she cut me okay. deep, and it hurts a lot. It's That one's on there, so that's good. Okay, the, I really want to get to Drama Queen. Do you have anything to say about No, I'd love to, the Drama Queen is like the first hit. Like, it's the first... This is what you would play at youth group to get the middle schoolers hype in the mid-2000s. Okay. Um, next up, we have Drama Queen. One, why does the song start with Christmas bells? It's kind of got some twinkly Christmas bells for some reason. That's the... That's God. That's the first reference to Christianity. Um, and also, I, I don't know if it was around the same time as this, but um, were you a fan of Flight of the Concords? Um, I wasn't, because all my friends, my friends' friends who I didn't like liked it, so I decided not to like it. But I like the shiny because, song from Moana. Because this sounds like one of the funny Flight of the Concords rap songs. Okay. Like, if you're, to, like, it's like the Hippopotamus and the Rhinoceros. Yeah. In this one. I'm glad, I'm it. glad you're paying attention to the rapping, because this is where my, one of my notes is, Crouton's raps are really some of the best parts of this album. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um There's also I think I think it reminds me of Flight of the Conquerors because they have a, I believe they have a song about like an office romance. Oh, okay. Um and there's a part where he's like you're going to work and Queen is there being a jerk. Yeah. So maybe that was a like spark the connection. This uh this song also uh I finally made a genius uh account so that I could so fix could the lyrics on this song. This song. <laughs> yes, it's, it's good. Um, um, there's just some wrong lyrics on this on throughout the album. But, do you uh, have the liner notes uh, for Drama like, Queen or for this album to like reference? Oh, unfortunately, no. Okay, they haven't released it on vinyl. I don't think. Okay, but they're just like there's like there's a part where he's like, "Just want an apology." Is that against your personal theology? And theology is also a God reference, but like they didn't, they don't have that spelled correctly. And it, I'm looking at it. Oh no, because here it says personality. Right, and it's not. That's not a word. I know it's it's clearly personal theology. I went back and I counted and I checked, and that's what he says. But uh, one so I, I I believe this is Soglo Activator. Who says, please, queen, please, let's not fight. All women are queens. To a this, is the, this song uses both the language queen and problematic, so it's ahead of its time. Yeah, it was... It, listen, you know, another um, religious word that I know is uh, a prophet. Yeah. And that's someone who says uh, it's going to happen. That's... So they predicted, so they predicted a call-out culture <laughs> that's, that's in true. 2006. I just think that had this, if like, if like Brand New or one of those like early Tumblr bands put out this song. Also canceled. Also canceled, Brand New, Mm -hmm. fuck Mm -hmm. out of here. Um, The line, a friend in need is a friend indeed, and you ain't that, use a drama queen. Like that would have been like on like Pictures of Galaxies as backgrounds, like quotes that people would pass around on Tumblr with a hundred thousand notes. But also it would, but it would have been like empowering. And it is. It is. <laughs> and also, since we're talking about Christian words that you know, if you think about it, soul glow activator, there's a repeating motif through this album about, like, 
um, having like, and this is like every Christian song is about like how you have a light inside of you and God needs to like make it brighter or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. There's like 10 songs that are just about like turning on your inner light. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like a soul glow activator. So he's like activating people's light towards God through this music. Can I counter you with something? Can I re- repost your blow here? Yeah, sure. Um, so you're, you're kind of uh, in, in, this is a God reference. Yeah, that's my, that's, yeah, that's my thesis. Um, I'm going for more of the cultural appropriation, uh, lens here, because in the Eddie Murphy movie Coming to America, there is a product, uh, called Soul Glow, ah. which is used to give, uh, black men jerry curls. Okay, so that's so, probably more likely, huh? That's probably more likely. It's probably <laughs> more likely. Now that I'm seeing the word spelt out, I it let your soul glow. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's probably maybe. what's happening, huh? Uh huh. Well, I'm I'm glad he quit the band. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's up for interpretation. We don't have enough evidence, right? Yeah, we'll get him on the show. Yeah, we'll get him on. Um, anything else for this one? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I saw the next song and I don't like it. It's ug. It's so the song is called "Put Your Hands Up." And the main thing uh, I, one of the members says in this one is, ugly people, put your hands down. This is sort of the only anarchists are pretty of the album. Okay. If that makes sense. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so this is, so just to get on track about Tumblr. Yeah. Um, you know those posts that are like, if you don't reblog this, you're going to hell tomorrow. Uh-huh. And Satan's going to rip your nuts off. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. like one of those. That's kind of like the uh, the position I'm put in. If I was at, which we know I'd be at a Family Force 5 concert. Yeah. And Soul Glow Activator said, ugly people put your hands down. I'm not a big uh, crowd interaction type of guy. Yeah, right. So I'm not one to put my hands up to begin with. But, but then if you I keep them down. But you're ugly if you do it. That means I'm ugly. And I don't want so that. I, you don't want that at all. Yeah. You want to be fucking sexy at this. Yeah, I want to look good, so I'm going to put my hands up. Uh, much to think about. Yeah, it is It is a genius move on their part. A reverse psychology on them. <laughs> Damn, the, the, the god jokers are back. Uh, there's Soul Glow Activator's trick. <laughs> Joker's trick is back. I know, Joker's trick is back. I'm very, very happy about it. <laughs> Thank you for coming back, Joker's trick. Um... It's just nice to have, I, you know, there's a lot of fake Joker content out there lately. Mm-hmm. You, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm not really super into the whole gangweed gamers rise up style of Joker because it's very clearly fake. Yeah. And I think Joker's trick really gets it like what Joker, Joker humor is all about. It rides that perfect line. Yeah. Um, Joker's trick is like. This could be a real Joker posting account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. Anyways, it's good. Put Your Hands Up is not a very good song. It's like, some of the songs on the album are a little chorus heavy, and this is, to me, that's like it's like the apex of that, where they just say, put your hands up a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Which is fine for, yeah, like, if I, you're at a concert. Uh, I'm scrolling down to this section where it says, spoken by Solo Activator. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to read this out to you. This you got to keep doing what yeah, you're that doing, part. you know? You know what I'm saying? Time is like a wildcat, baby. It's coming to get you. Wildcat growl. <laughs> it's Revolver Ocelot. He's here. Revolver Ocelot. He does put his hands up when he does the gesture. That's true. So he's not ugly. Well, yeah, we already knew that. Therefore, using logic, we can deduce. <laughs> you want to you wanna talk about, um, what's, is it, yeah, the, the greatest hit of uh, Family Force 5 is up next. Uh... Hold up, wait a minute. Put a little love in it. Like, this is probably the... Like, anytime if I ever happen across somebody who knows Family Force 5, they immediately say, hold up, wait a minute, put a little love in it. I gotta say, the the riff... The, the heavy riff kind of hit a little bit. Listen, it's, know, not my, it. it's not my favorite song on the album. It's not bad. It's not bad. Um, yeah. It, it, it did. I, I did get into it a little bit. They played it on Craig Ferguson. I found a clip of them playing live because um, they're not as good live. Oh, weird. Yeah, the, the 30 seconds that I did see at Rock the Universe, uh, not so good. I heard mm-hmm. from multiple people in line later when I was like in line for the Jaws ride, they were like, yeah, Family Force 5. I think the singer was sick or something. 
Um, mm-hmm. but listen, love addict, love addict hits. <laughs> you can't den- even I even I cannot deny. And it's um, and it's the first song that's like very explicitly to me about God because it's like there's a light inside that you can't hide. It's sent from above. Uh huh. Fucking, I'm blessed. I must confess, my heart is pounding. What I've gotten, my soul gives me the highest delight. Oh yeah, it's better than drugs. In fact, it's so, from above. <laughs> so kind of uh, straight edge. That's all. I mean, I guess that goes. Right. I don't know if it necessarily goes hand in hand with the God, but right. I do um, like that they so like they're the 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 extended metaphor throughout the song is that like you're addicted to love, kind of like the funny song from uh, mm-hmm. Vampire Times. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like by verse two, they kind of already run out of ways to extend the metaphor. Uh-huh. They're already like, I've got a fever and the prescriptions love. Like, yep. it's just kind of, yeah, you're just, there's only so many ways you can say it. Is it, yeah. It's kind of like when, when, um, rappers say like the, the, the present is a gift or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's only so many ways or like, yeah, I'm so sick. My flow is so sick. I need like... A doctor. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. It's th- it's Theraflu, um, but it's Family Force Five. Family Force Five, yeah. Um, powerful start on this one. Yeah. So, so what we're saying is powerful start couldn't hold that momentum kind of <laughs> the whole way through. Well, listen, they had to um, they had to save the remainder of their energy for the best songs on the album, which are coming up. Okay. Do we uh, want to Patreon? Those, we're about halfway through, so let's check in with the Patreon uh, dot com slash Post Game of Thrones, who uh, will thank you to all our uh, delight, our fantastic, amazing Patreon donors who will be paying for my car payment this month <laughs> <laughs> before I get a paycheck. Yeah, uh, thanks for you'll that get one. one. Uh, so Patreon dot com slash Post Game of Thrones at one dollar a month, you'll get access to all our bonus content, which includes Carry Me Home that I do with Bruce or Kim. Where we watch and rate all the Jim Carrey movies. Yeah. Uh, coming up this week, uh, The Cable Guy. Still haven't dipped into it, though? No, no, we're going to, I believe, Monday night. Oh, I'm so excited. That. There's there's one scene that you're going to love. It, can you give me a hint? They go to a about... funny dinner theater, and it's funny. Okay, I'll, I'll look out for that There's one. funny noises to be had. Oh, fantastic. Uh... And also, you'll get to hear Words and Deeds that I do with Brooks, which is about Metal Gear Solid, if you like that. Um, at $5 a month, you'll get special shout-outs and episodes, and you can send us a message for us to read on air. And you can request albums for us to listen to on Funpoint. Next one coming up at the end of the episode. Mm. D- don't read the description yet, or you'll, or you'll get spoiled. Yeah. Um, this month's $5 special user, our newest donor... Uh, barrier trio parentheses bean. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you. One of the best mother three villains. Thank you very much. Not barrier even a, a villain, more of just a character. The character, yeah. Antihero. Um, at ten dollars a month, you'll get all that plus special user status in Discord, and we'll make a wrestler for you in Fire Pro Wrestling Part Two of the the battle for Dio Obama's soul. Uh huh. Will be taking place this Wednesday at seven p.m. Eastern. Um, I've been tinkering with the move sets. Yeah. Um, I d- Elliot the Tormentor has the bad luck fall now. Pretty good. Um, I think I changed my finisher, but I don't remember what to. I'm sure it's just fucking 16 German suplexes in a row. Yeah. Chaos it's, theory. It's called, it's called the suplex that kills you in real life. I think I did give myself <laughs> chaos theory. Though. Of course. Um, I gave you multiple, uh, Hurricane Rana variations. Pretty good. So, so like, a lot of your reversals. Uh Just give me my my Quackenbush's moveset. Yeah. Um, yeah. Patreon.com slash Quackenbush's. And now Um, the true Family Force 5 begins. Alright, let's get into it. You're you're gonna need to... I think I fucked up my notes. Okay. Yeah, so I, I'm happy I, I to, I, to take your hand I and guide you through this. I left the song out, so you kind of guide. Which is the one that sounds like it's just a Hawthorne Heights song? Uh, that could either be Earthquake or Replace Me. Earthquake is the one with the... Where they're like, drop that 808, the walls begin to no, shake. Okay, and then, then there's the then cheerleaders, and they're like, boom, boom, you break it down, you break it down, now build it up. Okay, I think it's Replace Me, then. Okay. Um, well, for, yeah, first there's Earthquake. Okay. Uh, Which is about I seeing Shorty like, dancing on the floor. Uh, I believe 
there were so many songs at this time that referenced El Nino. Uh huh. Like I mean, was it was probably enough... happening. What? But but it's like I because the the main one I don't know. It's I it came out earlier, but I'm thinking of some forty one storming through the party like my name is El Nino. Right. For some reason, El Nino, from what I know, was like a catastrophic event. Uh huh. Like, why is that okay to reference, but you can't be, like, storming through the party like my name was Katrina? Right. Just some Joker knowledge that I'm thinking about. Uh-huh. I just thought, I thought you were going to go the much, the much, uh, perhaps better route of, like, why doesn't anybody ever sing about La Nina? La Nina, yeah, I mean, that's also, this, listen, it's 2006. Yeah. And also, if, I think if they had that Katrina line, my youth pastor probably wouldn't have picked the song for us to listen to while we do Katrina Relief. I thought, I, but that would, like, pump you up, though. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's like, yeah, fuck that hurricane. We're going to clean it up. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Anyway. Anyway, it's a 10.0 on the Richter scale. Anyways, this was my, uh, after the, for several years after my mission trip, uh, this was my youth pastor's ringtone for years. Fantastic. <laughs> and we would sometimes call him during the sermon so that we could hear it. But it's so, <laughs> it's so good. 10.0 on the Richter scale, shake it like an earthquake, move your tail. Which is, again, you know, probably not about God, probably just about butts, but, like, it's uh-huh. good. This, um, like, you saying that, there were several times during this album where I had to, like, physically restrain myself from becoming a reactionary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Because I'm like, oh, this is what the kids listen to? I only listen to real hip-hop. Yeah, I was talking to somebody in the chat, and I was thinking, like, I think this would turn me into a boomer if I heard it for the first time. Like, if this was, like, like, if this was, if this got as much play as, like, Old Town Road in the present day, and everybody was just bumping Earthquake, I would probably, like, yeah, I would, I would be a boomer. But, it's good. I only listen to real hip-hop, like MF Doom rapping about various treats and snacks. So. See, this is like, to me, this is this song has the best fake conversation from an Atlanta band since The Love Below. Okay. Which is where there's, like, the girl at the DJ booth, and she's like, uh, DJs make my heartache, and then he responds, and then later she's like, I have a request that I'd like to make, and then he's like, well, what you want to hear, girl? Shake it like an earthquake, Kid Rock, and it's- What's the first song on this album where someone at the end of it is just like, yeah, your guys are really good. Uh, that might be, you might be thinking of the end of Peachy or the beginning of Numb where they talk about cardboard. Okay, it must be Peachy then, because at some point, there's a guy who's like, they're great musicians and they're fantastic. Yeah, and they write their own songs. You might even call them a musical genius. (laughs) They're going to get into heaven for sure. (laughs) One way ticket. Yeah. All right, do you want to talk about Hawthorne Heights? Yeah, replace me. My batteries died some time ago. See, that that voice is not what we've heard up until this point. This is one of my favorite songs in the entire world. Because, see, that's the thing, because that's what I believe is my main point of evidence for the just kind of, like, cashing in on what was popular. Uh Uh-huh. Because this is when that whole, like, emo kind of, like... You know, yeah. This was everybody was getting thing. dressed in Spencer's gifts every morning. Exactly, and this is just a song like that, but it's so unlike everything else on the album. Uh huh. I don't know, but maybe this is the under the bridge where it's earnest because this is it comes in right after it, this song is like it's right after the big party song, so it's like now it's time to have depression after you go to a party. Uh huh. Yeah, this is probably unironically one of the first media that I ever consumed where I was like, oh. That's what depression is. Like, before I realized what it was, I was like, oh, crush me, tear me, break me, mold me. I, yeah, mm-hmm. r- I wish I could be replaced with a better version of myself. Oh. Damn. Thanks, thanks, Nate Addy. <laughs> so, who, who, who's the, the vocals on this one? Uh, it's, it's, it's gotta be SGA. So go activator. Yeah, it's not listed, but I mean, it's got the same. Proving his range on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is just a fucking Arthur Knight song, dude. Like, I don't know. It's really good. I, I guess I used I, this. Preparing for this made me realize how much I like used this album. 
Mm-hmm. Um, when I was having a when I was having a hard time with my aforementioned AM girlfriend, I sent her the bridge to this song because it was like I miss my first love bad and it's driving me mad. And I was like, damn, this is how I feel. That must be fun to remember when you're going to bed at like four in the morning. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. And I I hope that I'm the only human being that knew me at that time that ever remembers that. Uh huh. It's well, fine. Th- don't worry, I already forgot about it. Thank you. Um, it made sense at the time. We, next up, we have Eminem's Lose Yourself. We have, look, if you had one opportunity to live a Christ-like life, would you capture it or just let it slip? This is the one that starts... Oh, the last song was about God also, because like, even the U in the lyrics is capitalized, which is like, only true Christian heads will know. But anyways, this, one, know. this one's Eminem to me. Uh-huh. Does, this one starts with the funky bass? Yeah, it's the bow, 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 and then it's like you stand there with your long black hair. And okay, it's... my notes, my notes have realigned themselves. Then, oh, okay, good. Uh, I'm back on track. I'm ready to give you those good takes. And I will. Con- this this came out less than four years after Eminem "Lose Yourself," which is kind of a bold move. And I will concede it's, it's not probably enough. not as good. I feel like you to to if you're gonna name a track that was a previous number one hit, you you've can... gotta go at least like eight years. Family Force 5 could not, in 2019, release a song called Uptown Funk with a PH. They couldn't do it. Yeah. You wouldn't be allowed to do that. It's too soon. Yeah. Um, But anyways, this one's about, um, like, being, oh, there's a pretty girl who's a wallflower at a party and he wants to dance, dance with her. But also, it's very Christian because it's like, dance next to me. Okay. It's not like, it's, you know, it's not like, uh... Back back that thing up. It's like back that thing ninety degrees away from me, so that when we you can... were dancing and you saw one set of footprints on the dance floor, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, That's kind of it. I kind of. I'm, <laughs> I'm really just thinking about Peachy. So can we? Peachy. Yeah. Let's talk about Peachy. Um. So this the so so next we have Peachy. What the. The first thing I noted is, again, just pulling, like, unrelated shit in. The chorus of this one sounds like a 90s alternative rock song. Yeah. This one, I actually, I didn't like until I got older. Okay. This one, so, so it seemed, it, it felt well. like too adult for me, which, again, made sense at the time. Uh-huh. But, like, he uses, like, anytime I use the word paradigm, I'm not kidding, I think of this song. Because I didn't know what that word meant, but he uses, he's like, I see you as a paradigm. And I was like, damn, that sounds mature. And I went and I looked up what paradigm means. You know? It it, it could have been a double entendre, like a pair of dimes. Like, you know, like. Like 20 Cent, the guy in the band. Exactly. Damn. Triple meaning. Like, when I look at you, I think of my friend, 20 Cent. <laughs> and I associate I love you my two, friend, like dude. It. Yeah. Automator. Yeah. <laughs> 20 cents like Kid Koala. It's good. <laughs> um, and you end this one ends with... Um, the spoken word, yeah. He's a great musician and singer, Scott, and he writes his own songs. I is What? I guess you're calling him the school genius? See that's that's a, that's another that's another misprint by whoever made this fucking genius page. It's I guess you could call him a musical genius. Yeah, because school genius doesn't kind of make sense on this one. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And but can I also say? So I've always thought that was like, oh, that's um, that's you know, Soul Glow Activator's name is probably Scott. Like it's probably just like them gassing themselves up. Mm-hmm. However, Joker's trick. Tell me the lore of Scott. There's nobody named Scott in the band. Okay, could it be like a manager, or like I went on the Family Force Five page and I controlled F for Scott, and there's uh-huh. nothing in the article about Scott, which leads me to believe the only Scott that they've referenced is Scott Stapp, the lead singer of Creed. Okay, which earlier they were making fun of. Uh huh. But it's like now they've grown and they feel so peachy. Okay, character development. I guess you could call him a musical genius. And also, there's a there's a line in the song about how like people are too critical about people who can't sing very well. Uh huh. Because there's the right before the chorus, he goes, and then you tell me that you think I'm wrong and not exactly rocking on the microphone, not exactly rocking on the microphone, which is what many people say about Scott Stapp Creed. Many people, more and more people, are saying Scott Stapp Creed with arms wide open. 
is not good at singing. It's a good song. It would have been about, you know, this is 2006, but had this been even, like, two years later, it would have been, like, epic Chad Kroger Nickelback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying, Creed was Creed was there first. I, di- I also just like that they say you want to talk about God philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> Me walking into youth group for the first time. What's up? I want to talk feel, about God philosophy. Like stupid, I would change my fucking discord name and you're playing final fantasy 14 and my, yeah. my username is god I, philosophy i encounter god philosophy stoic jesus stoic, yeah. <laughs> um let's go supersonic yeah i guess i do want to get supersonic get, get, get supersonic uh what do i got here um what if i notes just says thank you for joining us crouton uh <laughs> i'm gonna need some help on that one so okay so i'm looking at the lyrics there's this song it's another put your hands up where it just it's so repetitive they just say do you want to get supersonic over and over again okay maybe that's why i feel like it might have been self-explanatory but then at the end there's a crouton breakdown where it's like i know you like to party i know you like to dance and then you hear crouton in the background going supersonic oh my goodness great oh my goodness yeah crouton breakdown um See, so, yeah, it could be that, but it could also be, um, on Numb, be because... thanking him in general for the album. Yeah, it could be, yeah. For... That's more likely, I think. He, re- re- like, when you're in seventh grade and you're singing along to the fun Crouton raps, and when you're, when you're an adult and you're in the second half of your 20s and you're a music connoisseur with a podcast, it's uh, still the best part of the album. Still... <laughs> Um, also, I noted that the part, I, I, that's like, I know you like to party and you like to dance. I, that sounds like, like, early solo Justin Timberlake vocals. Oh, yeah, it the does. Kind of high-pitched. Yeah. Like, run me a river, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, just another it's, it's, it's like Kim is in the room with us. Yeah. Kim's, Kim's been at Target for a long time. It's, it's almost like she doesn't want to hear us do Soul Glow Activator voice. So, that's just how I talk. Uh-huh. It's my normal voice. Yeah. I bet if I said, oh, we're talking about how this sounds like Kid Rock, Kim would <laughs> be happy to jump in. Yeah. Yeah, she has a beating heart, so she likes Kid Rock. Ex- exactly. She doesn't love She's... authority, she loves Kid Rock. Exactly. Um, Numb by Linkin Park? Yeah. Hey, you know. I feel like if you're, if you're gonna have songs that are already very famous songs, you can't have two on the same... <laughs> Yeah, it's really weird how in the, mean, the Diamond edition of this album, they're like, hey, here's our song, Gangsta's Paradise. Yeah, Numb is, you know... It's, it's got Jay-Z on it sometimes, I think. Numb Encore. Uh-huh. Um, Which is an Eminem uh, album, also. Something to think yes, about. Yes, of, of course. Um, oh, I'm seeing there, there on Genius, there are five more tracks listed. Was there, like, a deluxe version? Yeah, or? that's the Diamond edition. Okay. And I didn't have that kind of money to uh-huh. to go for any you know you, you when you're in middle school you buy you know you buy CDs you when what, you can you mow a lawn you get, you get a $20 bill you go and you FYE and you you get a Family Force 5 and some Pocky and you call it a day yeah can't get the diamond edition DVD box set yeah. poster and everything it's harsh so did you um, i i know again i've heard this 300 times you've heard it you know one to three times probably i'm i'll uh, i'm guessing three times so yeah um, that, that's, I think that's the fun point standard, just listening to it at least three times. Um, at the beginning, so it opens up with a spoken, like, hey, you know, cardboard is, uh, one of the coolest things ever made by paper. Dance on cardboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of sounds like they're doing a kind of a funny George W. Bush impression. Okay, I'm gonna have to go back to verify. Like, it's, that. you know, it's not over the top, but it's got that, like, made by paper kind of a... Mm-hmm. Kind of, and it's 2006, so you know the Democrats just took the House. Like this was mm-hmm. anti-Bush sentiment. Was W just came out? You know, so I just think it's an epic Bush impression, kind of. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, in, in the Christian crunkcore community, that's dangerous. That's yeah, that's really that's like that's like right. when Kanye said you can rap about anything except for Jesus. You know, uh-huh. it's exactly yeah. like that. It's exactly like Kanye West. It's exactly like Kanye West. So well, the, it's an honest song about God. So like, very you know similar elements. Mm-hmm. Family Force 5 haters will say, I wish that they had their jaw wired shut so that they couldn't sing anymore, but they'd be wrong. And then, you know, all those, like, funny internet pictures of Jesus, like, breakdancing and shit. Yeah. 
And yeah, that's another cool 2006 thing. There's epic breakdancing. Uh, I can do a head spin. However, mm-hmm. this song's really good because there's like that long instrumental breakdown. And then Soul Glow Activator says, okay, I'm back in the picture, gonna do the centipede, don't let me hit you." And that's mm. one of the coolest things I've ever heard in my life. So that's one of the... So, um... Let me... <laughs> um... That's, it's kind of the same cadence of, uh... Of Vanilla Ice. You okay. Know? Now, which well, which Vanilla Ice well, verse stop, are you? Yo, I don't know. Turn on the lights and I'll float. Okay. You know? It's kind of... <laughs> like that i guess it's kind of vanilla ice stop collaborate and listen ice is back with a brand new invention something yeah, yeah family's kinda. family's back with a diamond edition yes okay um there can i tell you so i was like i wanted to do one of those you know those shitty memes that like people with like who people who comment on youtube post where it's like fucking i don't know riding dirty lyrics and then it's like versus bohemian rhapsody and it's like wow look at how music it's i'm i'm racist but i won't admit to it that kind of shit um i wanted to i was trying to find a family force five lyric Uh to like put against you know like fucking bicycle song or whatever it'd be like wow Mm -hmm. music used to be awful and now it's good Mm -hmm. and one of my prime i i couldn't i didn't end up being able to decide because there's a lot of good stuff um Mm -hmm. But one of my choices was the last part of this album. That is just, yeah, you don't want to mess with this. Check this breakdancing out. Oh, wow. Shimalama Ding Dong, y'all. Shimalama Ding Dong. That was... Another Red Hot Chili Peppers, kind of. Yeah, the Shimalama Ding Dong, that's probably the most... Like, Anthony says that in Soul to Squeeze. Uh Uh-huh. One one more thing I do want to note here is we mentioned one of my favorite things is when the lead singer goes, guitar! And then the guitar yeah. starts playing. On this song, he summons the drum machine. <laughs> he does summon the drum machine. <laughs> Which doesn't uh, have the same effect to me personally. Right. But, but like, the drum machine is, like, it's, uh, if you click on the drum machine, you can see that, like, they have, like, that's one of their instruments that they bring on stage. It's got, like, a big, funny, like, button wall that you can, like, uh-huh. you can, it's called the Family Force 500, and it's very cool. It's a big wall with a lot of... It looks like the TARDIS. It's fucking epic. I love 2006. We we love it. That's it. That's the fucking TARDIS. Family Force 5. Let's go. (laughs) Um, I I do like how the album ends with someone saying, look at my... Bet you can't do this on concrete. And the (laughs) album just ends. (laughs) Yep. And that's why they all have to quit the band. Because they all hurt their head. (laughs) That's it. They're done. Mm -hmm. Um, That's... You uh, did it. Business up front. Party in the back. You were an honorary member of Rock the Universe. Congratulations. I can't wait to go this year. Yeah. Did it, it happen ha- already? Uh, I think they actually had it early. They usually have it, like, oh, over... Oh, I missed it. That's all right. Me me and your dad will go. Okay. <laughs> you and Papa C. Yeah. He knows all the bands. Um. Papa Catch a Crouton. Papa Catch a Crouton. Thank you. Slap City? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If anyone doesn't know Slap City, we do a playlist and there's a link to it. Yeah, we should say that every now and then. It's like a Spotify thing that you can listen to and we pick good songs from bands that we talk about and you can listen to it. Um, let's see. You went first last week. Okay. So I'm going to go first on this one. Um, permission to be on my bullshit, Captain. Permission granted. I feel like you really hit me with it hard this week. So I was gonna, I was gonna go in on this one. Yeah. With some wild Eddie shit. Uh, what I came up with is there's this band that, uh, they're kind of like an instrumental, so like their music is like 80% instrumental and the other 20% is all just gang vocals. Okay. That sounds like exactly Uh, your perfect band. Yep, it is. And they, I think they're an Irish band. I'm not sure, but the band is called, um, and so I watch you from afar. Okay. And the song I'm picking is called redesigned a million times. Uh, and it's, like, catchy riffs and cool fucking huge build-up, and then they all start yelling. It's sick. It sounds sick. It's good to me. 
Anyway, I was gonna I was gonna go extremely more Eddie and pick a song from the Final Fantasy fourteen soundtrack, but the current expansion soundtrack isn't on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So I mean we have a patron pick next time, so if that comes up you can always that's sort of your wild card week. So Yeah, if hopefully. for some reason we want to listen to the entire Final Fantasy fourteen a Realm Reborn <laughs> soundtrack, <laughs> we'll dip into that. Yeah. Alright, what you got? Um so a couple so really I've I've dipped into a couple of other Family Force Five songs, but Really, this is the cream of the crop to me. They get a lot more like attack attacky later, and it's not it's uh, not my vibe. Did, I was gonna mention it. I don't know if we covered it, but so they are still making music. I was gonna ask if their sound has changed at all. They're a little bit. Have you ever listened to Broken Side? I'm familiar. The Let's Get Freaky Now. You know that one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that's the song that I would, uh, that used, that was like my first Spongebob style that I would always just like put on people's computers uh-huh. and make them listen to as, <laughs> as a like joke. a goof? Yeah. Uh-huh. They sound a lot more like that now. They're not very, okay. they're not country gentlemen anymore. Okay. Um, it's sad, but there was, uh-huh. um, one time I was wearing a tank top at Universal Studios and, um, I got my picture taken and I liked the picture of myself in a tank top. So I went online and I tried to find if any songs have tank top lyrics that I can make my Instagram caption. And I learned okay. that Family Force 5 has a song called Tank Top, and it turns out that it's really good. So I'm going to put Tank Top by Family Force 5 on here. Computer, show me Tank Top songs. <laughs> Genuinely, I was like, Tank Top lyrics, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Go Go Bordello, Modest is Mouse. This off of off of the album 3? I believe, yes, it is. Yes. Okay. And it's it's a, it's a song about going to a club and making and wanting to see somebody's tail drop and when they dance. Okay, I can see where how that would rhyme. Yeah. Um... Let's get into questions. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to send us a question, you can email us at funpointcast at gmail.com or uh, send us an ask at funpointcast.tumblr.com. Uh, we didn't get... I, I didn't see this during the the week, but uh, Tumblr user Dr. Bowles Dandy made a Tumblr post for us. Did you see this? No, I didn't. I actually, I also it, forgot to make a questions post because I was, I was sick. You're too busy listening. Yeah. <laughs> It's the uh, change my mind meme. Okay. Who I'm I uh, that's the bad man in the picture. Yeah, it's the yeah, it's the all right guy. So it's that photo but it says the song from Caro Caro Benito's heard a song is Travis Scott's Sicko Mode Change My Mind. So, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. It is it's nice to it's nice to remember Caro Caro Benito after listening to Business Up Front Party in the Back, I would assume. Uh only one person wanted to talk to us about this album this week. Hmm. Uh, it's Tumblr user Chie Oh, it's Kim. it's Kim. Wow, Kim also it's wanted Kim. to. <laughs> Friend of the show, Sarah, has some uh-huh. stuff. Um, let's see. Let's start here. Um, Put Your Hands Up would not be 4 minutes and 20 seconds in length if it wasn't for that clip at the end of someone saying, I listened to some of... If it was at the end of someone lying, I listened to some of your tracks, great work, keep it up. Uh-huh. So I don't know you, but that is, sounds fresh. Yeah, so, I know, so my question is, are they really straight edge? I uh, doubt they're straight edge. Uh-huh. They're, you know, let's, they're, they're Christians, but they're party boys. Be- because the, I, uh, well, the song that it's on is like, God is my drug. And that seems like a question if uh, someone who is like, I live a Christian lifestyle, was asked, do you do drugs? But they couldn't lie. They would divert with, yes, God is my drug. Yeah. You know, so. yeah, it's any yeah anybody who's ever gone to a private Catholic school knows that that they, that Christians party, <laughs> Christians uh, are cool. This will will send you out on a on a thinker for this one. Okay, again from Tamuji Chiesadanaka's friend of the show. The second to last line on the album is "Check this breakdancing out," followed by "Shamalama Ding Dong Y'all." <sighs> then twenty seconds later, the album ends somewhat ab- abruptly. Work of the week. Crouton actually started breakdancing in the studio, fucked up and broke something, and they weren't allowed to record any more music in the studio. <laughs> Check me out as I'm being wheeled out of the... <laughs> when the beat drops, I'm, I'm completely dead on the concrete. Uh-huh. My soul glow has been I... deactivated. Yes! Funpointcast.gmail.com I'm just curious. So I've challenged mm-hmm. you about twice, I think, on Funpoint. I feel mm-hmm. like I've true, you know, I've had some picks that maybe you like less than others, but I feel like I've challenged you twice mm-hmm. with Business Upfront Party in the Back and then uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Mm-hmm. Which one would you rather return to? Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Yeah, the one that you liked one song from? Yeah, but that, it's, 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 what's the reverse of recency bias? 
primacy? I don't know, but like it's like you know how um right, it's, it's like the the last it's the last one I listened to so I don't want to listen to it. Right, yeah, you just you just heard Love Addict three times and you don't remember the 8 minute Sir Psycho Sexy song. So you're like, "Oh, that could be anything." Yeah, I I I was thinking I would listen to the two songs that I liked and then Uh-huh. not listen to it. Okay, I just wanted to sort of sort of feel what, where your internal rankings were. Ask, ask me again next episode. Yeah, I, and I will. I don't, th- I don't think I'm in the right uh, headspace to think about. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I might pick this one because it's shorter. Mm-hmm. You got to listen to "Replace Me" a while so you can get a little bit depressed, and then you can be leveled out and you can think. What there it. was a song was what was the song about him about Anthony Kiedis and he's like I'm gonna fuck this sexy cop. Like what song was that? That's like eight what? of the songs. Okay, okay. Because now I don't want to hear that at all. Oh, that's that's Sir Psycho Sexy. It is okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, next week, next uh, our next episode in two weeks will be a Patreon episode. <laughs> uh, this episode will come courtesy of friend of the show Alex Leaf Crunch. Uh, it says my pick is Janelle Monae's 2018 album Dirty Computer. All right. Mm. It's very good and will bring back some fond memories of Deltron. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, now we're talking. The entire album has music videos and is available to watch as an emotion picture on YouTube. I love it. That's very good. But I suggest just listening to get a feel for the songs without the direct narrative affecting your judgment, at least the first time through. I hope you enjoy the it. Your pal, Leaf Crunch. Oh, this is the one that has pink on it. Not the, the, the song, not the artist. Not the artist. I don't know if the artist uh, yeah. is on it. But okay. Dirty Computer. Janelle Monet. All right. Very I, good. I never, I haven't listened to, um, Dirty Computer yet, so I'm excited to do this, but I did, I think her album before that was The Electric Lady. I think that's what it's called. And it was really fucking good. Okay. Yeah. I've, I'm so, very unfamiliar with Janelle, so I'm excited. Mm hmm. Looking forward to it. All right. Well, uh, what do we got T- tomorrow? Jo- JoJo Sunday, the first ever uh-huh. and final JoJo Sunday. Uh, Yaddy Yaddy Boys, Monday, I believe. Is yes. What we're yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned to your Patreon, because Carry Me Home is going up, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, so. Yeah. We got Fire Pro coming up. And if, if you haven't subscribed yet, just $1, you can hear us talk about fucking 15 Jim Carrey movies and how, um, some people think a series of unfortunate events is the best one. It's really not. It's, it's, yeah, it's not. It's really, yeah, I, she's not here to defend herself, but it's... Sorry, Kim. Sorry, Kim. Yours is liar, liar, right? Yeah, it's the it's the there. Might, you know, I I might rather watch another. Like, I might be more of a in more of a dumb and dumber move, mood. Mm-hmm. You know, that that might give me deeper belly laughs. But like, if we're talking about like good movie and good Jim Carrey movie, that's the that hits both it's the, the most. Perfect, yeah. Maybe uh, it's the one you put tackle... in the Library of Congress to show people what Jim Carrey was. <laughs> Maybe when we tackle Dumb and Dumber Two, we'll have you on that because I know you wanted to watch it with us. Yeah, uh, I was 0 for so 2 maybe, on getting y'all to consume Jim Carrey content when y'all were so here. So maybe we can do that. We'll have you on for whenever we do that one, so you can finally get your wish. Oh, man. It's I. Together. It's really good that y'all watched Dumb and Dumber first, because it's... Ooh, there's just so many funny callbacks. I can't... I, I wonder if someone takes a big shit. That'd be really funny. It'd be really funny if Jeff Newsroom had to take a big shit again in his life. That would be funny. Anyway, um... Yeah, two weeks, Janelle Monae. Um, we'll see you then. Yeah. Um, thank you, 20 Cent. Uh, thank you, 20 Cent. Nate Addy. Thank you, uh, Johnny Christ. Crouton. Johnny Christ. <laughs> Cheese Nip. Cheese Nips. Uh, Gomper. Gomper. Eddie, the Iron Maiden mascot. Uh-huh. Um, Dave Mustaine. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp. Squirtle. The guy from Tool. Did you know that uh, Tool was a prog band? I did know that. I had no idea, like, and then I wanted to make a joke tweet today, and I looked up what... I've, what... I've specifically never listened to Tool, because I feel... The the impression that I get Mighty Mighty Boston's is that everyone who listens to Tool is like, I am a brain genius because I listen to the band of Tool. See, I didn't know that, and like the name of the, the band makes me think that it's like Puddle of Mud, like Judge Judge Judge, uh-huh. that kind of thing. I, I feel there's like, I feel like there's one song that's like, oh yeah, this song was actually written around the Fibonacci sequence, you need a particularly... Okay, so uh, it's kind of a They Might Be Giant brain style brain band. So I feel like if I listen to Tool, I might like it, but I don't want to be a Tool fan. Uh-huh. So I've stayed away from that. Yeah. 
Tim the Tool Fan Taylor. Tim the Tool Fan Taylor, Jonathan Toolman Thomas. <laughs> They're all here. Um, <laughs> give me some reggae. Alright, uh, I'm fucking super funny. Bye. <laughs>